Lecture topic: Preparing for the exam of the Akira. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salam ala ibadhi al-ladin astafa. Amma baadu faaudu billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillahi al-Rahman al-Rahim. تبارك الذي بيده الملك وهو على كل شيء قدير الذي خلق الموت والحياه ليبلوكم ايكم احسن عملا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ان القبر اول منزل من منازل الاخره فان جاء منه فما بعده ايسر منه وَإِلَّمْ يَنْجُفَ مَا بَعْدَهُ أَشَدُّ مِنْ أَوْ كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ Most suspected on my kiram, brothers and elders. <coughs> a mu'min forever takes a lesson from things around him. He takes a lesson from the times that move on what he notices what he witnesses what he experiences he doesn't just go past things without taking any lesson from it in the quran sharif allah taala says yuqallibullahu al-layla wan-nahar inna fi dhalika la'ibratan li'ulil absar allah taala causes the nights and days to keep changing and moving on but in this very movement and interchanging of the days and nights and what experiences it brings and what occurrences take place and all this is ibratal li ulil absar there's an ibrat ibrat a lesson there's a lesson for people of intelligence for people who have eyes to see and take the lesson so a person who has this reality in his heart and mind and this consciousness that we are not here in this dunya forever everybody knows it nobody will ever claim that he's going to stay forever because he knows that that's never going to happen but we push that reality very very far away behind somewhere in our minds so far away that we forget that it's there also and sometimes we live our life as if we think that we will remain forever So that's not the life of a mu'min that somebody else might do that a mu'min he is very conscious that this life is a very temporary life and we are sooner or later going to be moving on from this temporary world now the person who has this consciousness he takes a lesson from everything for what for what is the reality often we take lessons for things that will benefit us for dunya only person sees something he says this seems to be a very good thing i must implement this in my business so now he took a lesson from somebody else to implement in his business very good no problem he sees something somewhere and he says this is a very good thing to do i must put this in my house it will give me that extra comfort also i'm looking for well and good but all this is very short lived a mu'min takes a lesson from everything for the hereafter Once Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was walking with some sahaba and they came past where somebody had discarded one sheep or goat which was now which had died so because he just died 
and it was a, in a very bad condition and something which is worthless basically. So now Nabi Sallallahu happened to pass by with some Sahaba and when he saw this he stopped and he asked that who is ready to buy this for a very small amount, one dirham or something. So now it's dead, it itself is in a bad condition. Who's going to buy it for any worthless in the sight of Allah Ta'ala than this is in your eyes? Now there was something on the way, they were just passing by, but that was immediately made a lesson. That look, don't attach your heart to the world, use it, but don't become engrossed in it, take a lesson. So now the lesson was taken from some animal that was lying dead on a heap somewhere. And that became a means of conscientizing. That became a means of refreshing the consciousness of Akhirat. That this world is a very temporary place, we're moving on. So don't attach your heart to this, build the Akhirat first. So this is how a mu'min should be engaging his mind, how he should be occupying his heart, occupying his heart from taking a lesson from things around. Now we are in that phase of time, that part of the year, when it is generally every other person in some way or the other is conscious that it is exam time. Either it is because some student is in the school, in a, some tertiary education somewhere or whatever, or because it's somebody's child, or somebody's brother, or somebody's nephew, or somebody somewhere down the line. So everybody becomes very conscious of this. So let alone that person who has to be himself writing that examination, everyone around also is conscious of it. And not just conscious of it, very concerned about it. So depending on the closeness of the relationship. If it's parents, sometimes they make him more dua than the child too. Whereas that youngster also, who sometimes may not be seen in the masjid, but now he's in the masjid as well. And let alone the farz is making nafil salah as well. MashaAllah, he's asking Allah Ta'ala, very good. But the point to nevertheless reflect upon that that exam became a means of concern. But the outcome of that exam, it can be one of two things. Either a person has passed, very good, he passed. But that after having passed and whatever good he got out of that pass, one day he is definitely going to have to leave all that past behind and carry on. He's going to pass by that. And he's going to pass on. He's going to leave this dunya and move on. So while he's here, fine, it benefited him, provided it was within the limits of Shariat, fine. But one day he's going to be gone. And if perchance he didn't make it, he say, well, okay, you got a supplementary coming up, you got another chance next year, no way. So all these things carry on with the exams of this world that pass also, the outcome of it is short-lived and even that what is termed as failure is not really failure because there is a chance to still make that pass. So some failure which is now not really a failure is not really worth the name and word failure, it's just a temporary little bit of a setback but otherwise it's nothing much. But that is as far as this the exams that go along in this world is concerned, but we never then has become very concerned about it. The midnight oil is burned for it. Great amount of effort is made for it. 
people take study breaks meaning everything else aside now if a person is working somewhere he takes leave because he's studying also part time something he takes a study break for what? in order to be able to do well enough to, in the exam not just pass also to do very well and I say a study break now all this that goes on around us what lesson we took from it? we see it happening we see the concern we ourselves are concerned sometimes very concerned it's our child now besides the dua we are motivating we are making sure that that child is putting in the effort as well we are keeping all the distractions away why? because this exam is in the way now this exam must not this, he must pass this exam what lesson we took from this? how many a person was preparing for the exam of dunya but before he even sat to write, write that exam he was already facing the exam of the cover has happened so many times how many times it happened the person passed that exam and he passed that exam with a good pass and he became so elated and so overjoyed in the celebration now he started celebrating now that too is another whole aspect that now sometimes a person does very well so now he is very happy he did well so he's celebrating how he's celebrating Allah Ta'ala made it easy to pass now he's celebrating by breaking Allah Ta'ala's commands he's celebrating by jumping around like the disbelievers by doing things that are far away from deen now that is his appreciation and gratitude now how many times it has happened from time to time Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us but these are ibrat, this is what ibrat is all about that a person passed, he got a very good pass now he went to celebrate he never came back alive from wherever he went to celebrate they brought his janaza now that was the that made it all finished off this passing of this dunya finished off right there now the exam of akhirat started now that is the lesson that we should be taking as we said right at the beginning ayat of the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says inna fi zalika la'ibratan li'ulil absar all these happenings, occurrences, all these experiences, these day-to-day things a mu'min doesn't just pass by it at least one of those things, life carries on no, no, he takes a lesson from it so now when it's exam time and everybody is in this exam fever so to say we have to become conscious about the real exams conscientize ourselves and refresh this reality in our hearts and minds Osman Ghani radiallahu ta'ala when he would come to a grave come to the Qabristan to the graveyard then he would cry so profusely that his beard would get drenched in his tears can we imagine how much a person has to cry for the beard to get drenched in his tears that's the, what's mentioned in the narration that he would cry so profusely that his beard would get drenched in his tears not once off this was an ongoing thing whenever he came to the grave this was his condition so somebody asked him but what is the reason for this there's also sometimes some discussion about akhirat meaning qiyamah and other aspects that too has an impact on you but not like what we see when you are at a grave so he would reply by quoting a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that inna al-qabra awwalu manzilin min manazil al-akhirah that the cover and the grave 
is the first stage of the stages of akhirat of the hereafter fa inna ja minhu fa ma ba'dahu aysaru min if he passed now exams that's what the word is fa inna ja if he passed he passed the exams of the grave every person is concerned about passing usman was also very concerned and therefore he would quote this that this is the first stage fa inna ja minhu if he passed this stage of the exams then fama ba'dahu aysaru minhu and what will still come thereafter will be much easier and fa illam yanju minhu fama ba'dahu ashaddu min and if he did not pass at this stage what's coming is worse so now this concern for the exam of the cover here in this dunya you find every now and again you hear something people were trying hard to now find some leak of the paper somewhere and sometimes the paper leaked out and there was something to be rewritten because now everybody somehow got hold of the paper and what not goes on so there's a lot of effort to made to conceal everything and keep it very tight under very tight security but still with all the corruption that carries on things whatever happens happens but the exams of the cover forget leak openly announced the questions in that paper is only three questions it's a no paper it's a verbal examination only three questions and it's openly announced that the three questions in the cover the exams of the cover it is mentioned in the hadith sharif that when a person is buried after he is buried and the people leave he hears the footsteps of the people as they parting and now he's alone in his grave whenever we talk or hear about this we always talk in the third person he but we should remember i i will be also alone one day i'll be alone in that dark grave i'll be lying on that cold floor and i will be now hearing the footsteps of people leaving now how long they going to stand they'll stand some close people will stand a little longer they will decide something they will make some dua but eventually after 10 minutes 20 minutes half an hour how long more one hour eventually everybody is going to leave we're going to hear the footsteps and now it's us alone then is mentioned in the hadith sharif then at that time the two angels come munkar and nakir and they set him up and the exam starts the exam starts man rabbuk who is your rabb questions are open open examination and the answers anybody can sort it off but on the day of in the in the cover and in the grave it is not what a person has sorted off in dunya that he can speak in the grave it is what he lived in dunya that is what he'll speak so if he lived a life where man rabbuk the question who is your rabb he lived his life recognizing his rabb allah is my creator allah is my sustainer i have to submit to allah taala alone and have to be obedient to him so now when he has lived his life in obedience to allah taala and recognizing his rabb he'll be able to answer rabbi allah my rabb is allah and if he didn't live his life in that manner ha ha la adri i don't know what you're talking about i have no answer ma dinu what is your deen the person who lived his deen lived his life according to the deen of islam fulfilling the commands of islam he was there for the salah five times a day with jamaa he was performing 
all the requirements of deen, fasting in the month of Ramadan, paying his zakat, if hajj was compulsory, he fulfilled the compulsion of hajj, he was fulfilling the rights of people, he was not trampling anybody's rights, not committing oppression of any sort, not harming others, not lying, backbiting, stealing, and getting involved in all the vices and sins, in zina, in gambling, all the other things that carry on, Allah Ta'ala save us. He was living a clean life. He was, and if he made a mistake somewhere, being human, he immediately became a very big, like a mountain on him. He immediately turned to sincere Tawbah, begged Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, and made amends and moved on. So now when he is asked in the grave, Ma Deenuk, his response will be, Deeni al-Islam. Now that's the lesson. People take study breaks. They take study breaks for what? So that they can pass the exam well. Have we taken a break from the activities of life to learn how to pass the examination of Akhirat? To go to places and people and in gatherings and out in the path of Allah Ta'ala to conscientize ourselves. To take a break from the hustle and bustle of dunya and from the rat race of dunya to learn how to pass the exams of Akhirat. So now this is a lesson. We see all this happening, we hear about it. Where is this person? No, no, he's taken a study break now. Have we taken some break from all the things we're so caught up in to learn about our deen, to learn how to make a proper salah, to learn how to obey Allah Ta'ala correctly? So in any case, now this exam, this, exam, this question, وَمَادِينُكْ that person who loved Islam will answer Dini al-Islam. Ma hadar rajul alladhi bu'itha fikum. And who is this personality that was sent to you? And if he lived his life in accordance with the Mubarak way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he'll be able to reply and say, Huwa Rasulullah. He was the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Otherwise, if he followed the ways of the Yahud and Nasara, if the way of life of the West was his ideal, then he's going to say, no, no, I don't know, I have no idea. The person who gave the right answers, in dunya also, when a person passed, now there's all the celebration and jubilation and the rewards and awards. So now this person gave the right answers in the cover. So now you say, yes, he's spoken the truth. And now reward him. Reward him with what? Bring a bedding of Jannat for him. And open the window for, towards the gardens of Jannah and let the cool breeze of Jannah come into his grave. And if he gave the wrong answers because he lived his life in the opposite way, he say, no, no, this person now has failed. So bring a bedding of fire for him. And open the window towards Jahannam to him. Let the fumes and smoke of Jahannam come in. And then the cover closes up upon him. Nabi Wasallam described it by putting his fingers into one another, of one hand to the other, and saying his ribs then interlock because of how the cover constricts on him. Allah Ta'ala saves us. Now this is exam time, but this exam is also in front of us. We don't know how close. It might be closer than tonight, Allah knows. We have to prepare for it. Then comes the exam of Akhirat, the day of Qiyamah. The day of Qiyamah also there is an exam. Have you prepared for that exam? On the day of Qiyamah it comes in the hadith Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said لَا يَزَالُ قَدَمَا عَبْدٍ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ حَتَّى يُسْأَلَ عَنْ عَرْبَعِينَ Nobody will shift from the spot he's standing on 
until he's asked for questions. Man Rabbuk. He's asked about an umrihi fima afna. His life, how he lived it. This whole life is an examination. We are in this world which is an examination hall of us, for us. Now to sit down and think, the pious predecessors used to prepare for this exam. How? They used to sit and make muhasaba. Daily, they would take an account of their day. Like how a person running a business, end of the day, he's cashing up, how much came in, what went out, end of the month he's doing another whole recon of everything, and the end of the year is a very detailed accounts all done up again, and the financials must be all very well completely done, so that he knows where he stands, and whether he's earning something or losing everything, all, and every other person has some time that he is now checking things and counting and so therefore they used to take an account of their day what I did today to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. and where I faltered where I faltered let me make Tawbah quickly let me seek Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness let me make amends because tomorrow is too late let me do it now and if something went right Alhamdulillah Allah Ta'ala shukar every day they would make muhasaba they would take an account of themselves. Hasibu qabla an tuhasabu. Umar said to people that take an account of yourself before that day when you will be taken to account. At that time it will be too late. Now is the time when you take an account of yourself it might shake something inside. Look I can't carry on like this. I didn't perform my salah yesterday. Today the whole day went past I didn't perform my salah. How can I? Allah Ta'ala bless me with everything. Allah Ta'ala's countless na'mat and favors. Allah Ta'ala bless me with sight, Allah Ta'ala bless me with hearing, with speech, with all the limbs and organs that I have, that food I ate, that nourishment that came from it, if I didn't have that food to eat for one day, two days, my sight will also fail me. I won't be able to walk. Allah Ta'ala provided that food to me. And now after all the bounties and favors of Allah Ta'ala, I just ignore everything and just carry on like nothing happened. And I just disobey Allah Ta'ala, how can I do this? The person who will sit and take an account of himself. He'll ponder, he'll think. Sooner or later that will shake something inside. No, no, this is not the way I go to live my life. I have to change things. I have to become a true servant of Allah Ta'ala. A grateful servant of Allah Ta'ala. And when I stand in front of Allah Ta'ala, then I will be, inshallah, be able to present myself in a way Allah will forgive me. But otherwise, if I'm so blatantly disobeying Allah Ta'ala, what chance I got on the day of Qiyamah? Now a person will sit to think and ponder and take an account of himself, this will spur him towards making changes for the better. This will move him positively forward. So the day of Qiyamah also is this exam. An umrihi fima afna, his life, how he spent it. And then from the whole life, specifically the youth, wa an shababihi fima abla. And his youth, how he spent his youth. Life, youth is part of life. But youth is a special part of life. That strength and that ability and whatever else a person has in his youth, it all fades in old age. So that time of the youth, Allah Ta'ala wants when a person, everything he wants in his young time. He's making qurbani also, he doesn't want old animal. That young animal is what has greater value. That youth of a person has greater value. And therefore he'll be questioned specifically about his youth. وَعَنْ مَالِهِ مِنْ أَيْنَ اكْتَسَبَهُ وَفِيمَ أَنْفَقَ And his wealth. How he earned it? 
And that's not where he finishes off. Earned it in a halal manner, where he spent it also. That too he'll have to account for. And one ilmihi maza amila fi, and what extent he practiced according to the knowledge Allah blessed him with. Now these are the questions, the exam of the akhirat. And then they will be passing, and Allah forbid some failing. The Quran Sharif depicts this whole scene that those who will pass, that those who will be given their book of deeds in their right hand, which will depict a person having passed, it will be indication now this is person passed, and this person got a good result. He'll be going from person to person, yeah, look at my book, look at my report, look at the result, he'll be so happy about it, going from person to person showing them. إِنِّي ظَنَنْتُ أَنِّي مُلَاقٍ حِسَابِيَا فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةِ الرَّاضِيَا فِي جَنَّةٍ عَالِيَا Allah Ta'ala says that then now for him is all the bounties of Jannat which are described time is already gone فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةِ الرَّاضِيَا He'll be now in perpetual bliss فِي جَنَّةٍ عَالِيَا قُطُوفُهَا دَانِيَا كُلُوا وَشْرَبُوا هَنِيئًا بِمَا أَسْلَفْتُمْ فِي الْأَيَ you suppressed all those desires that were taking you towards haram because you wanted to pass this exam of akhirat. So you didn't join the crowd. People were very headlong now that it is holiday time, do what you want, as you want. Everybody is celebrating, you celebrate also. You said, no, 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 I got to pass the exams of akhirat. I am not getting caught up in all these things. So you sacrificed then for that temporary thing you didn't get caught up. For that trivial enjoyment you didn't lose your iman. So now you enjoy forever. That enjoyment which could not ever be imagined in dunya. And وَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِشِمَالِ So this is the person who passed. Allah says the one who failed, who got his book of deeds in the left hand. فَيَقُولُ يَا لَيْتَرِي لَمْ أُوْتَ كِتَابِيَا He said, I wish I never had this. I was never given this book of deeds. وَلَمْ أَدْرِ مَا حِسَابِيَا And I had no idea what is my result. يَا لَيْتَهَا كَانَتِ when I died in dunya was the be all and end all but that's not the case life continues and the perpetual life starts only from there Allah Ta'ala says all his wealth of no avail to him he himself will claim and declare at that time all my wealth was no avail to me all my power and authority and might Everything gone, fizzled out, nothing to me. Person had contacts at his fingertips and he could just command and demand and he had all the authority to make various things. But now he says, Halaka anni sultania. Everything disappeared. And then after that, Khuduhu fahullu, thumma al-jahima sallu, thumma fi silsilatin zaru'uha sab'una zira'an fasluku. All the various ayat. What then follows the punishment of Akhirat Allah save us? So this is exam time as we said. People are in the exam fever. You mustn't forget the exam of Akhirat. This must become an ibrat for us. Make us learn and remember we are going to face, every one of us is going to face that exam of Akhirat. We have no idea when. We have to start making amends. Start making Tawbah istighfar. Come back to Allah Ta'ala. Spend our time in the right gatherings. Go out in the path of Allah Ta'ala. Go into the company of the pious and righteous. Learn Deen and prepare for that exam of the Akhirat. Allah Ta'ala give me and all of us a tawfiq. وآخر دعوانا للحمد